0: So, so there you go. Our, our, our dear listeners, you know, stop you know listening to us or just listen, you know, the first part of this episode and just stop <laughs> listening to us. Altogether, just focus on listening to audiobooks. He was like, whoa, Michael, it works. And I was like, of course it does.
1: <laughs> <laughs> smooth, man, smooth.
0: What would you do on the colony of Mars without the internet? Okay, I have a few topics for today, but I wanted to, you know, as per our... Um, new uh, system we'll start with something deep first and then we go shallower uh, you know with every, <laughs> each and every passing minute
1: <laughs> that's great
0: uh, so uh, we mentioned on our last episodes how we are digging uh, the reading of the books and um, uh, I wanted to uh, I mean after we, we shared our Book counts and everything. I I felt um, motivated to actually alter my uh, behavior and read more books and listen to less podcasts. Which is funny because we're actually recording a podcast, so um, it's like I'm encouraging our readers. I mean, no, our listeners, not to listen to us anymore. But
1: um, yeah, I, I had the same realization that hmm, yeah, maybe our download numbers are not growing because people have got so much value out of it that they decided yeah. That's right. Let's stop listening to podcasts and do more books. So
0: yeah, so so there you go, our, our our dear listeners, you know, stop you know listening to us, or just listen, you know, the first part of this episode, and just stop <laughs> listening to us altogether. Just focus on listening to audiobooks.
1: Yeah, yeah, we're not good at at marketing, like promoting. Not really.
0: We are really fantastic yeah. salespeople here.
1: Yeah, yeah, we're we're no good at all.
0: No, after deep work, I uh, I uh, decided to um uh, get actually, it was a very quick decision to get the, the, the latest book, um, The Third Wave, uh, by the uh, AOL uh, founder and CEO, ex-AOL um, um, founder and CEO. The book intrigued me, I mean, apart from the fact that it, it got lots of you know um, attention on Twitter and it, it became instant bestseller and whatnot. Um, it intrigued me because the name is the third wave, and actually, it um, you know it's 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 very similar. I mean, actually, it's the same name as Alvin Toffler's book from the seventies or eighties, also called the third wave. And um, I remember, I remember when I was in uh, in college, my friend. Uh, we were su- supposed to um, prepare a speech on, on on a book, and my uh, friend. Uh, Asked me if we could do a speech together and if we could do it on Alvin Toffler's book, The Third Wave, and I was hmm. like, "Yeah, let's do it." I had no clue what the book was all about, um, and and
1: I have no clue either what what, what the, the third wave is referring to. So, clue me in.
0: Okay, so I so I'll just give it's a, it's a, I can give you a very 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 brief um, summary of this. So, uh, Alvin Toffler says that the first wave of um, civilization. Uh, was uh, agriculture we were just you know having our crops you know attending our crops getting our own food this kind of stuff and we've we've been doing this for many many years until like you know 18th century 19th century and then we had the second wave which was the industrialization so you know having factories Go, having people to go to places to manufacture things, you know. Uh, cities. Cities, exactly, yeah, cities. So so cities became the big thing, uh, not uh, culturally only, but also, you know, because the work was done there. So if you wanted to have a better job than being uh, like uh, uh, um, in agriculture, you would go to the city to work in a fantastic factory as a robot, basically. Yeah. And uh, the uh, third wave is the... In- information society. So this is what we have now. Uh, information society means of course we have the internet, we have all the information and suddenly the information is of value and suddenly you're selling information, you're buying information and um, we we get to get more information from, uh, from many different things and the information is changing the, the, our behavior and the world around us. And suddenly like companies like ours where we don't go to any office uh make make, make sense like companies like ours where we are you know uh, this humble small you know polish-based company selling to people from all over the world um so and we are these two humble podcasters uh, podcasting to people listening to us from all over the world so this is the information society so this is the third wave and like, the book is like this thick but this is like the main you know ma- the main theme right so right. three waves and. Of course, Alvin Toffler, in this book, he's, he's like, diving deeper w- w- what it means, you know, what, what, like, what this change means for the society at large, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, the cities are no longer that that, that that important. I mean, they are still important, but, you know, it depends, blah, blah, blah. So, this is, like, the third wave. And what was amazing about the book was that it was written in, in 1970s, 1980s, like, on the, like, like, when I was basically, when I was born, like, more at the time. So, it was, like, 10 years before they like, like, 10 plus years before the World Wide Web. So it was really written ahead of time. Uh, and um, it was really a futuristic book then. And when you read it now, it still feels a little bit futuristic. I mean, it's, it's, it's amazing. I mean, now you're reading it like a referral of what's happening, actually. Right? Mm-hmm. So that's The Third Wave by Alvin Toffler. And then, so Steve Case, uh, the AOL founder and whatnot, he actually um, read... Alvin Toffler's book and was inspired by it just as I was, but he mm-hmm. was like, he did it earlier than I did he, he did it in the 1980s and he was just blown away by the vision of Alvin Toffler and he wrote a book called I mean with exactly the same name, The Third Wave but he refers to three waves of the internet right, of of the oh. information society, so he's like you know, he's already, he's yeah, exactly. He's like doing the third wave of the, of the third wave. So, so three waves of the third oh, wave.
1: there are waves inside the waves.
0: Exactly. So that's deep. That's really deep. And uh, and it's what I really liked. I mean, what I I, I like the concept. I mean, because because the concept was like this. So there was mm-hmm. the first wave of basically, you know, World Wide Web and the first .dot com, you know, bang, like really um, to to succeed in the first wave of the internet companies. What you had to do was Lots, lot of partnerships, lots of you know, uh, uh, like jumping hoops and trying to do lots of things, to 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 make sure that actually some somebody actually you know uh, looked at your startup. So for example, mm-hmm. like Barnes, like like he was talking to the, saying that American Online wouldn't become American Online if it wasn't for the partnerships that they did, you know, with all the other companies and and uh, yeah. to trying to outcompete other companies. And he was the first wave. And then the second wave uh, were the Snapchats. Like the the, the the apps, like the the, mm-hmm. the you know Facebooks and and all the other um, companies that grew um, all all by themselves, alone. Just, you know, they appeared. They they were viral. They they, they you know they, they had the network effects, and they just you know started um, you know booming without actually without. I mean, they didn't need any other support. All they needed was just people referring them, referring other people to these, you know things so uh Mm -hmm. so this is like the second wave and then the third wave he says is of course the internet of everything so not the internet of things but the internet of everything so that internet will be everywhere right it will connect everything
1: so it's the third wave or the third wave which is still ahead of us which is still kind of speculative
0: yes but but he says that the learnings from actually the first wave of the third wave. So the learnings from... (laughs) I I know it sounds like this, but... 3.1 wave? Exactly. So the learnings of the 3.1 wave, uh, (laughs) the idea of partnerships and things is trying to become something more than just a viral, you know, 140 characters, like, you know, this famous this famous phrase, we wanted flying cars, we got 140 characters, right? So
1: <laughs> that's nice. The,
0: the, in, to, in, to succeed in the third wave, you have to be more connected, not only connected with the people, not only connected with things, but also connected with other services, right? To So the right. APIs and stuff. And I'm not sure I'm buying this. I saw... So, so, because you don't know, I mean, you, you haven't read the book, so I wanted to hear your opinion yeah. on the on, on on this. What you think about it? That's why I gave you the, the the brief version. But like what I what I recognize on my side is that, like for us, like for example, for our company to succeed, actually, a. a in the beginning, it was viral. Like people started using Nosby because it was Nozbe was you know somebody wanted to do the GTD thing and they they found Nosby. There were like there was there were some blog posts about it. We went viral, so that this is how we took off. But later, mm-hmm. we, we took our company on a, on the next level actually by doing integrations with others. So like with Evernote, Dropbox, and now we're doing the OneDrive sh- uh, soon. Right. So and for example, Slack right now is very b- big also on their App Store. Like they are also integrating with lots of other services. So
1: yeah, lots of plugins, public API. Exactly.
0: So I realized that it's kind of you know the story of our life, right? That 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 you know that you know we took off first. Without the help of anyone, but really to succeed in the future, and this is what our customers are, you know, talking to us about that we need to be more integrated with, you know, with what they are using, and you know, have more partnerships and and these kind of things. So this is something like this is the the new wave I'm seeing, you know, also in, on on our part. But of, of course, I'm not sure that, that, that if this is the future and this is really the wave, the third three point three wave. But you know, it it mm-hmm. looks like this.
1: I don't know. I don't have a. A particularly strong opinion on this I haven't read the book I don't know how persuasive it is Um, There are a lot of books That have um, You know, given their authors Vision of the future And of course we don't remember them Because we we mostly remember You know, those uh, In the past that have been right And those that have been wrong Like, we don't remember that So there's uh, survivorship bias So, you know could be right, could be wrong, I don't know, Uh, could be right, but irrelevant, I I really don't know, I I kind of like the idea in general of of having like, I mean, it's not a a new idea, I mean, Unix, okay, the the operating system from early 70s, which, you know, so much of today's world is built upon, but no one except for the nerds actually you know, see the the interface of, of Unix. But Unix was was built on top of this idea of having lots of small tools that, that do one job really well, uh, that, that can work together and be, uh, you know, piped together, whatnot. I like this idea of, of not having this one huge app that tries to do everything. Mm-hmm. And, you know... It, Either it can be, you know, good, but maybe has to be made by some huge company that can do everything, or maybe tries everything but doesn't please anyone. You know, I, I like, uh, I like this idea of having something that you can hook uh, together with other things, and and that can work together over standardized protocols, such that you can actually have these, you know, you can pick and choose between things and tools and apps and whatever's that do something useful for you that work for you and combine them together but right now like i'm not sure how how relevant it is for us right now i don't know how relevant it is for success like it's appealing uh, as a nerd uh, but it's also dependent on the tools right Mm -hmm. like um you can do things which are quite powerful, but um, require like some deep backend integration. And then, if you're a Slack and everyone already loves Slack, then everyone will make such integrations. But if you're a small company, then maybe nobody will. So you want like simple interfaces uh, for combining tools together. But for that, you you'd expect uh, you know the operating system like iOS or Android to provide those hooks. And there are some hooks, which are kind of like that. I mean, kind of. Like, you have, uh, since iOS 8, you have custom share extensions, so you can, you know, pipe data from app to app more easily. But, you know, there's so much that that more that could be done, but just isn't allowed by the system. And if it's not, like, built into a system, like a, a standardized tool like that, then, you know, there are ways you could do it. But in practice, how many users would do that? I don't know. how How important would that be I don't know and especially for our success like you know like how many people actually pay for nosby I don't know like it, it's it's an important idea for sure but I'm not sure just how important uh, to you know but it's something to to think of especially for the future and and especially when new opportunities come out, uh, then seize them, right? Like, uh, I remember when iOS 8 came out uh, on week one, we were out with our share extension. And, you know, it, it wasn't that amazing at the beginning, but, you know, like, like that's the point. That if you have an opportunity like that, that, you know, everyone uses share extension, people get share extensions on iOS, then absolutely. You know, do that.
0: Just the other day, uh, I was on the conference here uh, in ForShare uh, in, in my hometown, and uh, Magic Mediafan is a, he's a, he's, a, he's a popular blogger, and he's using Nosby and he he came to me, and he was like, Michael, I um I wish nosby if if I have a note in 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 the note you know in the notes in on iOS, I would love to just be able to add a hashtag of a project there, and just be able to just automatically add it to Nosby. Mm-hmm. and I'm like. You can do it. You just use the share extension. Mm-hmm. And he was like, "Share what?" And I, I, I showed him. And actually, I was, <laughs> it was like, I, I was very confident it's gonna just work very well. I actually, mm, I'm sorry. And it did. It worked fantastically. So you have to oh. be proud of yourself. Yeah. Oh, you're welcome. I mean, he had an entire note. So I just added on top of the note. I just added to the, I mean, the name of the task and the, and the hashtag of the project. Mm-hmm. And like I was confidently sh- demoing the, him the feature, I I I I, w- I wasn't sure it's was going to work. And then I said, share <laughs> extension, add to Nosby. and and I, I I saw that in the share extension, you, you actually selected everything, the whole note. So I was like, yes, let's see what happens now. And I'm like, add to Nosby. Then we moved to mm-hmm. Nosby and it was there. Like there was the task. It was actually in the project because of the hash thing, and mm-hmm. the contents of the note were actually in the comment section. He was like. Whoa, Michael, it works. And I was like, of course it does.
1: <laughs> <laughs> smooth man, smooth. <laughs> yeah. I love
0: I I, lo- I love these things <laughs> like when they actually work and I'm like and like and in, in my mind I was like, you know, <laughs> like praying that it would work, right? But I but I was so confident, mm-hmm. you know, just, you know, of course it works, right? <laughs> so, yeah, but yeah. but and but we're still like like so many years in Still, I don't think anyone uses Siri, and we don't have any API for this for Siri, and we would no, love to have no API good. for Siri. Like like like, we're always saying, you know, this WWDC they will they will announce API for Siri, <laughs> and they never do. So yeah, this is uh, yeah. So as you said, we 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 don't know. I mean, the book wasn't that convincing. I mean, it, he was trying to you know convince based on his experience being the you know AOL. Guy and and right. I also this book was kind of a memoir of 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 how AOL came to be and how it just came to you know be not anymore, um, right? So um, <laughs> a, and how it just you know uh, crashed with Time Warner. So of course it was that. That's why I I am not sure I would recommend the book, but um, <laughs> oh, thanks. Yeah, that um, th- that's why I'm not really you know convincing you just like you did you know with Deep Work. You know you have to read this. But right. With the third sure. wave, I'm not sure, but the idea of interconnecting things of putting things together and how much as you said how 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 they would you know accelerate growth and you know move us to a to a third wave actually of of interconnected things right 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 you know it's you know it's there i'm i'm, I'm you know it 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 made me think more about it you know and made me crave again more for Siri api but mm-hmm. um but again we'll see Know, what the future brings but you know I'm I, I I like to be alert to these you know to these you know f- you know future you know f- um you know futuristic ideas because you know some yeah, sure
1: you know yeah you, you gotta keep your edge you know exactly. you, you can't be too satisfied with your thinking and ideas and be like yeah this is what it's going to be and you know and, and, and then 10 years down the line, you still think that and and, they, and the, the new kids on the block look at you as, as this old guy Dinosaur. stuck in his old ways, right? Like you don't want that, right? So yeah. And actually you, you mentioned uh, Siri, uh, you know, this year. So this is a, a good segue uh, because uh, this year in just a few weeks, uh, I am going uh, for my second time to San Francisco on Apple's worldwide developer conference.
0: Yep. You are and you I mean as far as I know you you today successfully obtained a US visa. Uh,
1: well, I I have been provisionally granted a US visa. I have not acquired it yet because the way they do it is you leave them your passport and they literally uh, ship it to you after a, a, f- a few days with right. the the visa, the Uncle Sam sticker in it. Mm-hmm. So, it's a few days until I actually have it, but yeah uh definitely uh successful.
0: Yeah, so um I was talking to um to my father the other day about it about the you know the fact that you know we're um sending you there to wwwdc to San Francisco. Mm-hmm. And he was like, "Okay." For
1: so, yeah, f- for the listeners, uh, Michael's father is also Nosby's accountant.
0: Okay, exactly, he's our CFO, you know, the chief financial yeah. officer. Yeah. So so the thing is that um I asked uh, I asked my father about it. And uh, I, I also told him about it. We were talking about about you just almost going there, and he mm-hmm. was like, "Okay, so um, it's good that we sent Roger there. So what is he going to do there?"
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: and I'm like, "Yeah, he's going to, yeah. So what are you going to do there?"
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, what are you going to do there? Uh, well, I there's a few layers of that, right? So um, the the most kind of obvious visible part of the conference is uh, the conference, the sessions, right? You, the conference leads with the keynote, which everyone sees. Yeah. Uh, then there's the kind of second keynote, the developer's keynote, uh, which talks about like platforms and APIs. Then um, then there's uh, the Apple Design Awards, which we're not going to win but maybe someday. (laughs) Uh, Then you have a few more days of essentially sessions on all the topics, all the new stuff, so you can learn that there. Um, And that's nice, uh, but that's not crucial. Um, That's cool because you're in the flow, like this is what you're doing this week, and you can just, you know, sponge up all the new information. Um, But they release it all for free online. So you could just Watch that at home, mm-hmm. right? So whatever. Um, the 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 second layer uh, is, hey, it's fun. It's kind of a, a social event. Like you have your five thousand uh, nerds at the conference, uh, a few thousand more, um, you know, iOS Mac developer nerds in San Francisco who didn't get the ticket but are still in the city. Uh, so you can meet people, get to know people, uh, make contacts uh, in the community, in in the industry. Um, but the most interesting thing uh, are the labs. So the thing is, you have a thousand Apple engineers on site for this week. People from this super secretive company that you cannot otherwise get a hold of. And now what it means is... Um, as you're learning super quickly about those new things, and you're quick to try them out, you go to the labs of the relevant thing, the relevant framework, and you find the, the responsible engineer, and you can ask questions, you can learn. If you have some problems, if you have a bug, then instead of you know putting it um, into the bug reporter and hoping someone will notice it, you can actually show it to someone responsible for it and he'll just fix it, right? If you, you can you can show a compelling uh, use case for something or whatever something that, that can be fixed or added for this version but again, if you did that via bug reporter, it would p- maybe be considered for the version a year from now uh, but this way if you're on WWDC, you can you're a lobbyist in a way like All you there. Right. And you can literally influence uh, what those engineers are working on. So if you have an area of like Apple frameworks or tooling or whatever, that's relevant to you, relevant to your company, that's uh, something you have a lot of problems with, uh, something that you wish was made better, whatever, you have an opportunity to to meet the responsible engineers and
0: talk with them. And... um so like because I'm, I'm mentioning this because uh you know we discussed on in the pre- on the previous shows like how we are um when we have no, must be reunion, reunion actually how we are preparing for that you know we're you know having some checklists you know some ideas what we're going to discuss presentations (laughs) and things like that that's why i wanted to ask you you know if do you have some you know are you going to have some agenda or some ideas you would like to you know discuss or some people you want to get hold of i mean do you have i mean are you you know going to prepare like that i mean totally
1: totally i'm i'm not yet prepared for that i've been just um overwhelmed with other preparations like getting a visa uh, getting shelter. a hotel booked, um, you know, finding uh, someone to share the hotel room with, uh, because you know that has been kind of a problem. And you know, uh, just being alone in a hotel is not only super expensive in San Francisco, like super expensive, but kind of boring too, right? Yeah. So, um, but one <laughs> one of my friends, he. Uh, he he got uh, onto WWDC for third year in a row uh, via student scholarship, um, but nice. he tried to to get um, like travel assistance uh, from Apple because they do that. Um, they didn't do that two years ago when I got student scholarship, but they've been doing that now. But he didn't get it, so uh, we're gonna share a room. So that's cool. Uh, and now that's when that's all done. Um, I can think of. You know, things to do on WWDC, where I want to go. There's a lot of like after parties and pre parties and like whatever, like all sorts of things happening around WWDC proper in San Francisco d- during the whole week and before it. So I have to, like, there's so much of it. I have to figure out what I want to do. Uh, what are my other kind of also like, um, you know, just kind of. Tourism plans because I I know there's the stuff I wanted to see two years ago but didn't and and like you said I have to like think uh, uh you know figure out uh, who's also going to w. W. D C um you know with my Twitter friends and and people I have not met yet but would like to and yeah sure I'm you know uh, worth preparing for I I know I regret it not being more prepared two years ago uh, but. I had a deep uh, dive headfirst two years ago. Like it was not just my first WWDC; it was my first kind of real conference, like real, you know, bigger conference ever. So I was like totally unprepared for that.
0: Yeah, I'm mentioning this because um, you know, uh, again, I want to just highlight this to uh, to our uh, listeners and to ourselves as well, and to repeat things to ourselves that. Uh, you know, when you go to a like physical life event, uh, being prepared is actually <laughs> really, really useful. Uh, yeah. Because, um, because as you said, you know, two years ago you regretted not being that. You know. Um, Prepared enough, like like you know, just like the other week. I mean, just you know, a week week ago, I was on the on the conference here, local conference here, um, in my hometown because I was accidentally actually in my hometown at the same time. <laughs> so I quickly signed up for the conference, and again I had a although I it was just so fast like you know I I, I didn't even actually. Realized how how like, that I was going to go to this conference, so I just moved my schedule just to be able to attend. And the first thing I did was just just go through the you know schedule, go through the speaker list, go through the people through Twitter to ask who's coming and who's not coming. And I had mm-hmm. a, a really a list of people I wanted to meet, a list of people I want to gre- just greet and say high five or whatever. Uh, I wanted to meet David Allen in, in person, and I did. And we had a you know a glass of wine, and um, I have a Twitter you know picture to prove it. Uh, <laughs> but um and 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 like I had a list of 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 people I wanted to meet, and I and I had a you know I had a like, really strict you know agenda. I knew that you know I wanted to meet people first, then I wanted to attend like three three actually sessions. And then I wanted just to meet these these people, and it actually worked even better because by accident I also met some other people, and you know, and because I didn't know which I who I didn't expect to actually meet, right, but right. I still met the people really I wanted to meet, and I had a, a, a fantastic day, a very productive day of just you know being around people I want I, I normally don't get to see because like you know it was this event when people are coming to to my hometown actually from all over Poland. Mm -hmm. and not only Poland as you know David Allen was there so really I could really uh, do that so really being prepared and knowing what you want to do is like whenever you have like a conference or this kind of event it's it's crucial it's just it's just so magical because then you know even if you do half of these things done you're like whoa it was a great event so Mm -hmm. and if you just go there and go with the flow (laughs) you're gonna just end up with you know like totally chaotic uh, event so um, and because it's so it's so much effort to actually be there, you know. I mean, for me it wasn't because it was yes. my hometown, but for you, I mean, it's just lots of money, uh, lots of money for us, lots of money for you, and lots of time for you. So it's it's yeah. it's really worth you know being ready.
1: The cost, monetary opportunity cost, like it's it's a big deal for me to come for you know over a week to San Francisco for WWDC. and I'll be like you know jet lagged and tired for days after I come back, right? There's, it's a significant thing. So I I, I can't imagine uh, doing that every year. But if I'm going to do this this year, then yeah, definitely let's get the most out of it. I, I think a lot of people, and I totally understand that. I, I, I think I used to have a similar reaction. Just something about what you say is off-putting, like, you know, like, oh no, this this should be sp- Spontaneous, like, like you, you, like, th- th- there's something ab- about being prepared for something that's kind of a largely a social event seems wrong, but like, really, why? I mean, it, it's like it, it's it's not like you're you're um you're trying to sell something to someone. It, it, there, there's nothing like weird or wrong about it. It's like if you're coming to a conference, especially like it's not your hometown, it's not something you just. Go to on a whim, but it takes a lot of your time and effort and money and whatever. I mean, <laughs> be prepared, you know, because otherwise you'll you'll miss out on a lot and then feel like ah, you know, whatever, wasn't worth it. But do a tiny bit of preparation. Sure, leave some room for spontaneity, and it's going to be much more fun. Um, my experience.
0: Okay, so that that's why, for example, for me the crucial point was like I got to know that I am going to be in my hometown at the same time of this conference, and so my really good lots of good friends that I haven't seen for a while are going to be there. And my right my you know longtime friend David Allen, the originator of GTD is going to be there. I'm like, yeah, I have to meet David again. And uh, it was great. We uh, exchanged quickly emails. He said he's going to be available. Then, of course, I realized that actually my close friend is, is, is accompanying him because he's, he's working for the David Allen Company, Poland kind of thing. So... Mm-hmm. So in the end, also I, I, it, it was, for example, my highest priority on that day. You know, I wanted to meet with, you know, meet David and just you know spend a few, ti- a few minutes with him. That's all I wanted. You know, it was like the, my priority <laughs> one, and I succeeded. And uh, we had a glass of wine. We we discussed. We, we like we we talked. Uh, we just connected, and it was it was fantastic. Um, but that's the thing. So and and what you um what you just said about <laughs> spontaneous and not spontaneous like two weeks before uh two weeks uh, before i was doing uh, uh, my first uh, uh, webinars uh, actually uh, for um for nosby uh, one in polish and one in english um we will link to them in the show notes because we recorded them and uh, one of the productivity myths i was mentioning was that if you are prepared you're not spontaneous like people think that you know the prepared mm-hmm. people are just the boring people right mm-hmm. and i'm like and then i showed so what so like to, just to prove my point I was giving a picture, I was showing a picture of me and my wife on the seashore, you know, um, uh, enjoying a breakfast uh, outlooking a Mediterranean Sea, right, in Italy. And my argument is this to get there to this fantastic hotel with this fantastic breakfast, with this fantastic view in fantastic Italy. You have to prepare the flight, the, the hotel, the, the, the rent, car rental, like all the boring stuff. You have to just prepare yeah. all these things. And and this is really, I mean, this is really uh, uh, boring and this is really not interesting. And you have to, you know, get, get uh, we had to get, you know, convince my parents to come over, you know, to take care of our kids so we could go alone, you know, and, like, all these things. Mm-hmm. But then later, once it's settled what we do there, you know, and how we spend our time. It's all spontaneous, but to get there, you have to just be prepared to enjoy the spontane- spontaneity. Like if you have a list of people you want to meet and you want to see on WWDC, you're going to have a blast with them. But if you don't do the yeah. list, you're not going to meet them and you're not going to have the blast. So like, yeah. that's the thing, you know, people mix the spontane- spontaneity, spont- yeah, spontaneity with being prepared. As like mm-hmm. contradictory ideas, I see them as complementary ideas. You know? Yeah,
1: that's very well well put. You know, if if you're not prepared, you will spontaneously end up just spending another day at home uh, watching TV shows, whatever the stuff you do every day spontaneously. <laughs> exactly. Like, that that's that's like um, like I I totally understand this view because that was my natural reaction for a long time but that's just so contrary to my experience like if if you're prepared if you prepare yourself to you know to go to different places be at events whatever but just do the work to not just go through the path of least resistance then you'll have plenty of opportunities to to be spontaneous and to have a blast and whatever but <laughs> if you're not prepared you'll spontaneously end up doing what you do every single day because that's just how it works
0: i mean this is why why again we come back to these ideas i mean we were like so much uh, talking about some uh, about you uh, um uh, like the morning routines that you know like mm-hmm. you wake up uh, 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 consciously, you know, <laughs> and, and, and like and, and start the day, you know, consciously, not not just spontaneously, you know, lifting up when you decide to, you know, to to wake up. So like <laughs> like all, all these things, and um so that, so that you know worth noting and worth just putting there uh, out there
1: here. Totally. Uh, and one more thing about, about WWDC. Um, I think we we mentioned it uh, briefly before, but yeah, today I had. Uh, uh, the visa appointment at the US embassy in Warsaw yeah, and that went smoothly so um, for those who don't know the story and <laughs> a very short version of the story two years ago when I was on WWDC um, first time in the US I had my passport stolen which was a total pain in the butt <laughs> and I had to get a new passport like last minute before this WWDC because I did not prepare as I tend to do. I had a task to make a new passport for over a year in Nosby. <laughs> but um, you cannot um, over-appreciate my expertise at procrastination. <laughs> but anyway, I, I got my passport, got my new visa didn't have any problem with it so that's great and and yeah uh, since I was there I also um, just today I met up w- with uh, two friends who are also going to Dev.DC over dinner so that was cool nice uh, yeah I just realized when I was going that yesterday is um, a meetup with like iOS people in Warsaw where I've been two times before spe- as a speaker so I just casually like dropped by and that was fun so yeah totally that's cool.
0: Nice. So I like uh, you know to everyone uh, listening, uh, the th- getting the visa to the US is no longer, I think, a big deal. I mean, it was really easy for you, right?
1: Yeah, um, much easier uh, than I thought. I, I thought uh, that will be problematic because I I I lost my visa I already had, uh, but it was even smoother than two years ago.
0: All right. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. that's really good.
1: Random thought. Um, just uh, <laughs> lately, when I, I was uh, tweeting about my struggles with finding affordable uh, accommodation in San Francisco, someone someone said I just laugh, laughed so hard someone said that uh, soon enough it'll be cheaper to go to Mars than to San Francisco, <laughs> which between Silicon Valley and Elon Musk does not sound so outrageous. Yeah,
0: it, it really doesn't. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and I, I I was I was talking with a friend about it, like yeah, like what would it be like? if we actually had a colony on Mars, like, you know, great Elon Musk, but what about the Internet? Right. Because, see, the laws of physics are getting in the way of Elon Musk.
0: Yeah, you're right. I <laughs> because
1: mean, Mars it's... is too damn far away.
0: You're right, I mean, we think about it, you're, you're totally right, I mean, and what would, what, I mean, what would you do on the colony of Mars without the Internet?
1: Right, because, like, yeah, you can communicate, but the latency would be insane. It would be, like, depending on the orbital configuration of Sun, Earth, and Mars, you'd have between a few minutes and, like, 20-something minutes of round-trip latency, which is, like, ouch. So that kind of sucks. And I had a thought. Well, you know, we we talk about how great... um, it is for productivity and stuff that uh we're not like we're not like, like Slack, you know what, Nosby. We're like all about asynchronous work. Right. And you know what? If we're gonna have people on Mars, it's gonna have to be asynchronous. Oh yeah,
0: damn right it's going to be asynchronous. Nosby
1: <laughs> is prepared for the third damn wave. The third wave Mars colonization. Of
0: the third wave, of the third wave, yeah, yeah, the third
1: wave. Yeah, the three point three wave. Yeah.
0: Exactly, we are ready, we are ready. You know, you can use Nosby on Mars, you know, guaranteed. I mean, I'm just going to just put a sticker on this.
1: (laughs) Yeah, you can use Nosby on Mars or or we guarantee your money back.
0: (laughs) I mean, that's the, you know. (laughs) And we started today by saying we are not great salespeople. I mean, this is the best sales pitch ever, man.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It is, this is good, this is good. You know, Elon Musk, we're waiting for you. Are you willing to pick up the challenge?
0: (laughs) Take that, Elon.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Take that, Elon. Uh,
0: So we had our space corner now. (laughs) Our productivity space corner.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wait, wait, wait. One more thing, one more thing. All right. You, a few days ago, just had a birthday.
0: Oh, yes, I did. I did.
1: So, happy birthday. And... Thank you. And... Yesterday, as of recording this, on Monday, 23rd, was the anniversary of the podcast. Oh, right. It was not the anniversary of the first episode, it was the anniversary since you first pitched me the idea.
0: Okay, all right. Mm. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. I was in a birthday mood, that's why I did it.
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you Mm -hmm. think about it. I was riding on my bicycle well you called me via facetime yeah you're audio.
0: right i did i did yeah 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 I yeah. Did. Yeah, yeah yeah so there you go you know lots of anniversaries now anniversary of the podcast of the thought about the podcast and anniversary mm-hmm. of uh, of me you know another birthday yeah. um which is not not such a huge deal anymore. Uh, at this stage, uh, <laughs> like, <laughs> I just see that my kids are growing. I'm, I, I, I feel like I'm becoming younger with every single year, so like it's good. Ah, oh, that's nice. And yeah. um, and actually to celebrate um the 23rd of of May, like so the anniversary of the thought of the podcast, I actually went running, um after not running for a for a week, and uh, it's a great experience, especially that after not running for a week, I went running to our very hilly. Um, very hilly, hilly um, woods, and I did uh, instead of my usual ten kilometers, I did thirteen kilometers. You know, I, so like today.
1: You, you you mean in in Gdynia? Yes. So, hmm. so
0: today I, <laughs> I hardly walk. <laughs> so like uh, to everyone listening, you know, not doing not not doing something for a week and then just pushing yourself over the edge just because you can is not a good idea. Take it slow.
1: All right, we're waiting for you, Elon.
0: Yeah. Nasby works on Mars guaranteed <laughs> This is the best pitch ever it's
1: Perfect perfect